Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast. It's called Incorporation Doctrine 88. We like to discuss civil rights, social justice, and a little bit of football. Uh, please join us. Thank you so much. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, just really quick, I want to uh, discuss why I named this podcast Life, Liberty, and Litigation. Uh, you know, those things are kind of uh, intertwined. Um, life, obviously, you know, you want to have your life. Um, and... Um, Liberty, for sure, you know, liberty is guaranteed by the 14th Amendment, life, liberty, and, you know, due process of law. You also have equal protection of law. But the liberty clause is huge. It's also in the Fifth Amendment as well. The liberty clause is, is huge. People, I don't know if people understand, like, liberty in, includes not only the freedom from incarceration, but the freedom from being um, bound, meaning you, like, bonds, for example. With, you're on bond, you're not incarcerated, but certainly not, quote-unquote, free, because... They still have kind of control over you or you need to do this and that, this and that, which technically they don't have any control over you because minus education of guilt, um, there could be no punishment, period. That's Bellevue Wolfish. That's going to be um, Manuel versus the city of Joliet. It's also going to be uh, Kingsley v. Hendrickson, Austin v. U.S. There could be no, there could be no, uh, there could be no um, uh, punishment at all. And so who are they, to, who are the, the state, quote unquote, how are they going to order you around? And as I said before, in all my podcasts, I'll say it on every one, you know, the state's corporation. The United States of America is a corporation um, within that capacity anyway. Um, the cities you live in, the counties, the, the states, they're all subsidiaries of that corporation. So they can't legally um, punish you unless you allow them to. I mean, some people need to be punished, but if you break the law, you know, that's on you. That's on you. You're breaking the law. <clears throat> but as far as a pure um, lawful standard, you know, lawful and legal are not the same by the way, but from a lawful standard, they cannot punish you. Um, those codes and laws are only for uh, entities, okay? And an entity can only um, interact with another entity, entity, a corporation. They can only interact with each other. And it can't, it, it defies the laws of physics. I mean, when you're playing video games, you know that avatar can't hop out of the video game and come slap you, you know, as much as it would like to. <laughs> but that's just not how it works. And so um, it's not possible. Same thing with the, these court systems. And these police officers, and um, you know, I'm not anti-cop, I'm really not. Um, I'm actually, I met a really um, t- awesome a police officer in uh, Frisco, out of the Frisco Police Department, Officer Robin. He uh, actually cares about people and what he's doing. And so um, I commend him for that uh, <clears throat> situation. Now, you know, I had to call them. Frisco's been really difficult, but with this gentleman, this officer, um, he took the time to speak. You know, I was in a bad mood. Just, you know, kind of, he took the time, he took the time to listen. You know, about we had a good hour and a half conversation. I will upload that as well. I promise, because I upload these negative ones, but I upload. I need to upload the positives as well. If I call myself an advocate, I got to be fair, right? I have to be fair, and so um, I will do that. Uh, kudos to you, um, Officer Robin. <coughs> Excuse me, Frisco Police Department. Um, <coughs> if I sound weird, I'm trying out the new microphone. I hope it works out well. Uh, big shout out to Kiki. He's uh, one of my listeners who gifted this to me. I really appreciate it, um, and so no, I really appreciate that. Um, so, you know, life, liberty, and litigation. You know, the litigation part is, once the, the litigation part of the process is what keeps your life the way it is, and also um, it, uh, you know, keeps your liberty for sure. And that's why it's important to get to know these laws. Uh, your state constitution, your state constitution is huge. It's much more um, geared towards helping you than the Bill of Rights is, your state Bill of Rights, because it's, you know, it's state-specific. And, you know, you're a citizen of your state, not of the United States, by the way, come to find out. 
declaring yourself a United States citizen is actually a crime. <laughs> Title, uh, what was it? Title 18 USC, nine, Title 18 United States Code, subsection eight, uh, 911. Let me check that for you because I was surprised by that. Declaring yourself a United States citizen is illegal. <laughs> and so, they're telling them you're, you're an employee of the corporation. <laughs> well, if you're an employee of the corporation, you've got to be compensated. They don't want that. Here it is. It's going to say that. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, because let me back up a little bit. For Title 28, United States Code 3002, subpart 15. United States means a federal corporation. Okay? United States means it's a federal corporation. So if you have any case that says United States versus you, you know, challenge the the, um, the validity of that charge because uh, for a crime to occur, there must be an injured party. And the United States a corporation can't show an injury. Okay, and they def- definitely can't interact with a man or a woman. They can only interact with each other. That's why they call you defendant or you know plaintiff or you know individual uh, citizen. Those are all terms. Those are all commercial terms. Uh, warrant, by the way, indictment. Those are all commercial terms. All right, just trust me on that. And so, uh, I don't know what just happened. I thought I was recording. I guess it's continuing. I don't know. So, um, like I said, it's important that uh, you guys know these laws. Uh, Title 18 U.S.C. Subsection 911. That's Title 18 United States Code. Subsection 911. This is why it's illegal to declare yourself a United States citizen. Whoever falsely and willfully represents himself to be a citizen of the United States shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both. Throw in prison, they might find you. <laughs> you know, you don't want that. So uh, don't don't ever call yourself a United States citizen because you're not. Um, and another one that really kind of surprised me was um, Title. What was it? Uh, wait, it's Title. Also Title 18, United States Code uh, Eight. All debts, public or private, are the obligation of the United States. So there's really no debt. And like I said, I'm not one of those, you know, sovereign citizens, which is, an ex- which is actually an oxymoron. But, um, I, you know, I, there's got to be order. There has to be some kind of order. Anarchy never works. Uh, ask Somalia. And so um, it's just not, that's not what I'm about. But there has to be um, an establishment of that order. And that order, the quote-unquote people that are in power, cannot uh, take advantage of their positions. Because we allow them, we allow them to do that. We allow them to govern us. It's a, it's, they, it's a privilege, not a right. We have rights. They have privileges. It's a privilege for them, for us to allow them to govern us. And so when they take advantage of those, of those rights, or I'm sorry, that privilege, then there must be accountability for that, um, a.k.a. Uh, getting pulled over minus a crime. Come on. Um, you know, to be honest with you, police departments have been um, deemed legally as private corporations for private for for profit corporations, and that is um, happened in 2011. It became adjudicated. Um, there was a, a state attorney. There was a judge who, who said that that uh, police departments <clears throat> are not are and state troopers. You know, they're not a um, actual viable part of the executive branch of state government. They are private corporations. Um, they're contractors. They they were they're for profit organizations. So they get they, they give you tickets. Where do you think that money goes? You know, they split with the city, 70-30. Impound your car. Where do you think that money's for? Where do you think it goes? You know, they don't just, you know, put in some fund for hungry children. Heck no, they they pocket it. And so um, when they're doing their job, their job is to protect and serve, not arrest and prosecute and punish. You know, not not to be uh, you know, judge and jury. And that's what they're doing. They're doing summary judgments when they pull you over and give you a ticket. 
they're saying you're doing this and they're punishing you. Um, and you know, tickets are easy to beat, by the way. Usually a fine associated with it. That's a due process of law violation. Uh, for sure, they're telling you you're guilty. Um, when you sign it, it doesn't say that they're going to use that ticket against you in the court of law. So that makes that ticket, that your signature on the ticket automatically invalidates it. And, um, and there's, there's, there's a bunch of others. others. And so most people don't want to fight. They just pay it. They really just pay it just to not be hassled with it, which I don't understand. But, you know, now people are confrontational. Um, but like I said in my last podcast, you know, the whole just comply, just comply. Well, that compliance, when um, it, it's, that compliance has led to them believing they actually are the law instead of obeyers of the law and enforcers of said law that we allow them to do. And so um, I just get blown away. You know, my TikTok, I have 67,000 followers over there and I get you know, bombarded with emails and such. And so um, I help as many as I can. Um, but the stories are just horrific what these people, what these cops are doing. Another had an incident in Little Elm, uh, Little Elm, Texas, where <coughs> excuse me, where my um, incident ha- occurred, and um, I couldn't believe what the police officers did over there. With the grace of God, this gentleman's daughter is a warrior, um, and she filmed what was going on. The uh, <laughs> the neighbors in this in this particular family, the Smith family, were having issues, and the uh, Father has a really nice, really nice cars, nice, nice um, sound systems, and also nice exhaust notes for those want to be gearheads like myself. And so um, he's coming home, and, and the uh, the uh, neighbor took it upon himself, had the audacity to leave his driveway, come to the, his neighbor's driveway, Mr. Smith, ask him what the what the fuck's going on, you know, and uh, would start yelling at him, berating him. The uh, neighbor's wife went in there and called the cops, some cops she knew in Little Elm. Next thing I know. And there's cops there. From what I saw from the body, from the um, film, the phone footage, there's cops there. Arrest him, put him in handcuffs, which is illegal, okay, without crime, first and foremost. That's actually assault. Uh, threw him in the car. That's kidnapping. Drove him to jail. Arrest him and put him in jail. That is, uh, <laughs> that is kidnapping, ladies and gentlemen. That is also human trafficking, period. And then they arrested the, his wife for no reason. The, the charge they came up with was uh, disorderly conduct language. <laughs> Said her language was her speech was disorderly, which is which is impossible first and foremost because your constitutional rights can't be they cannot be criminalized. That's NWC versus Alabama. She she wasn't first of all she wasn't speaking. I've seen the video. She wasn't speaking at all. This cop arrested her just being a dick. You know those cops in Little Elm, Texas, and their chief Rodney Harrison believe that that kind of behavior is acceptable. And you don't bring race into it. But the couple that got, the couple that got arrested were black, and the complaining couple was white. You know, they didn't put them in cuffs or anything. And the daughter was questioning the police officers like, why don't you put everybody in handcuffs? Or can you listen to our side? The cops refused to listen to their side and told the daughter to shut. Why don't you you shut up for a minute? Rude bastards. You know, and next I know there's six cop cars there. Six cop cars there with their lights on, which is a felony, mind you, because there wasn't there wasn't an emergency. Okay, they didn't they didn't want to hear the couple's side of the story or nothing. They're in jail for almost 24 hours. They just let them go. Well, I have to have a little experience with Little Elm for sure in Denton County. And trust me, that's not going to go. Um, they're going to be held accountable for that. And that behavior to them, they believe is acceptable. The chief condones it. I called the uh, police department last night. Ended up speaking to this officer, this uh, officer uh, Robinson, I think it was. Um, and if I can tell you, he was a complete moron. He uh, actually hung up on me, the coward, which is illegal first and foremost. But he, uh, I was asking him questions, pertinent questions. 
and he's telling me, do you, what do you, how are you involved in this? I said, you know, I'm the stage and it's not your, it's not your, yeah, Officer, Officer Robinson. Yeah, uh, badge number 670, a little known. Uh, asked me, what, what do you have to do with this? I said, you know, I saw the video. It's not your concern. So I said, I'm, just, I'm the agent. He's like, what does that mean? I said, I'm an agent. Well, agent's not a legal term. I asked him, okay, so what does agent in fact mean there, Robinson badge 670? You can answer me. He's full of shit. And so I was asking him questions like, why is it that these this couple got you know put in handcuffs and arrested um, without a crime occurring, number one. And number two, the, your police officers refused to listen to their side of the story. Refused, absolutely refused. And so um, the uh, white couple just sat there, you know, and stared at them. They got, the, the black couple got arrested, nothing happened with the white couple at all. And, and so, mind you, the husband, the white couple, he walked over to this man, went into his yard, and started accosting him and yelling at him. He was the aggressor. Little police department wasn't hearing it. They're cowards. They're bastards. And so it, the Rodney, Chief, the Her- Rodney Harrison, their chief, is a bastard. Jay Compton, who is their internal affairs um, leader, it's a, he's a complete joke. Their internal affairs is a joke. Uh, Stoney Ward, joke. Um, it's just ridiculous. Ivan Lara, he's a, he's a coward. You know, Aaron Scott's a coward. Drake Bartlett is a coward. Okay? James Ferguson is a coward. And I called them to their face. Okay? They're cowards. Dane County's ridiculous. Jesse Davis, the assistant district attorney, is a coward, and they're liars. And he's, he's a coward, and he's a bastard, and he's breaking the law. Sherry Shipman's a coward. She's a fucking, she's a, she's a criminal, okay? They're all criminal over there because they're acting like they are actually, you know, um, adjudicating the law, adjudicating, and they're not. They don't have the authority. They're a corporation. State of Texas is a corporation, guys and gals. I'll do it every, every, every podcast. The State of Texas is a corporation. Dunson Brad Street number 00253-7595. Their line of business is general government. Their sales volume last year, $165 billion, $360,293,000. Okay? Corporation. How can they do, how can they do anything? You let Walmart come and arrest you and tell you what to do and what not to do? Please. The Attorney General's office. You know, Ken Paxson is his name, the, the, the crook. He's, he's, you know, he's heading this department, which is also a corporation. Because it's under the guise of Texas, right? It's an affiliate. It's, a, it's, a, it's an affiliate. I mean, subsidiary. Uh, their line of business: legal counsel and prosecution. And so, their dozen bracket number fifteen five nine four five zero six six. How can they? Do, how can they give any law for or they cannot? They're a corporation, which makes child support illegal, by the way. <laughs> Just between us, the top the uh, OAGs. Um, um, Child Support Enforcement, part of the Attorney General's office. They have a Dunson Bradstreet number. They're a corporation. The, all the courts in the state of Texas and whatever state you live in are the same. I guarantee you. The name of the corporation is the Judiciary Courts of the state of Texas. Their line of business, courts. <laughs> you know? Dunson Bradstreet number, 36-070-5040. Corporation, guys and gals. So how could they sit there and put bond and sit there all with their high and mighty robes thinking though they are... Uh, they are above you, you know. Come on, ridiculous. You know when a judge does anything minus a jury or your um, signature with to a waiver of a jury, he's acting out of uh, he's practicing off the bench. And it's forbidden. It's illegal. It's a class A misdemeanor. That's a uh, Title Twenty Eight United States Code Four Fifty Four. Look it up. They are not to speak or practice law from the bench. It's a class A misdemeanor, which makes that judge quorum non judice, a person, not a judge. All his orders are not judicial, but personal prejudices, they are without effect, wholly without effect, meaning they are not to be followed or, or punished or prosecuted. 
They're, they are void. They're less than air. And so, uh, and technically that judge is committing treason. You know, all judges are biased anyway, guys and gals. Title 8, Title uh, 42, United States Code 654, Subpart 7, is the cooperative agreement between judges, courts, attorney generals, district attorneys, and law enforcement. They're biased. If you get any kind of, if you have a case that goes against you, have it, have it dismissed. Challenge the subject matter jurisdiction of that court. They lose it because the judge is biased, number one. Number two, the judge does anything without A, a jury present or your permission of a waiver of a jury. They're active practicing law from the bench. It's illegal. Not all judges, but, you know, especially the municipal level. They're, they're revenue collectors. You know, when you get arrested, first of all, hope you don't get arrested, but when you do, they are take you directly to a magistrate. It's part of this life, you know, and liberty, part of this show, you know, litigation. They're taking you directly to, to a magistrate. The magistrate determines whether the arrest was lawful or not, and you are to be released. Not sit there for whenever the judge decides to stroll in. No, sir, that's not how it works. You're to be taken directly to a magistrate. And then, so like I said in my last podcast, I'll keep repeating this, guys, over and over. The Supreme Court has said that, <coughs> excuse me, anytime any pretrial detainment is illegal, it is unlawful. Even if the arrest was lawful and the judge deemed there was probable cause for the arrest, it is still an unlawful arrest because a pretrial detainee or innocent people cannot be punished for any reason, period. It's a, it's a Fourth Amendment deprivation. Due process of law deprivation. Fourteenth Amendment. You have the right to due process of law. Without adjudication of guilt, you cannot be punished for any reason whatsoever. They're revenue gain. They're all about revenue. They, they charge the state every day for you're in there. Come on. The fact that you are in jail because you can't pay your bond, that's the debtor's prison. Matter of fact, I'm going to lady tonight, Candace, Candace Edwards. She is the person who had that adjudicated in federal court. And so the judge made, ordered her release because her bond was like 7500 bucks. Some whatever, no, seventy five hundred dollars. She didn't have the seven seven fifty bucks to get out. Mother, she got kids. You know, court didn't care. Federal judge came in, ordered her release. You're out of there. Come on. So that's precedent. That's precedent. Not only is it a Fourth Amendment deprivation, you know, you also have now a case law to back that up with with you know her Edwards versus I think she said Cooley, and then it was uh, you know Mandel v Joliet, Belby Kingsley, you know Austin v U.S. Um, also is the same. Same thing, pre-trial detention or any kind of any kind of punishment of a person who's not been adjudicated of guilt is forbidden. Period. I don't care what they say. That's what the law says. They either legally, no, they're working, but the law says you cannot punish an innocent person. So until we get to know these things, guys and gals, well, this will continue to happen. You know, we're getting robbed. The, the very people we pay to protect us are the ones that are robbing us. That is what? Racketeering? <laughs> At the very least, right? It's a RICO acts, man. That's organized crime, guys and gals. Trespass Title 18, United States Code 241. They're uh, under the color of law. They are, to, they are, um, they are conspiring to deprive you of your rights. That is organized crime. That's a RICO violation. That's what gangs do. Mafia does. Come on. And so, um, same with uh, you know Title 18, United States Code 242. Deprivates the rights under the color of law. Police officer arresting you, depriving your rights. They're uh, summary judgment right then and there. Put you in handcuffs. Come on. Hey, they're not supposed to put you in handcuffs, guys and girls, unless you are a, you have a weapon. You're a threat. That's the only time they're supposed to handcuff you ever. But they do it all the time. Go in the back of a car. Come on. For what? And then they're municipal employees. They're, they're a corporation. 
You let somebody from Starbucks and their Birkenstocks come over and put handcuffs on you? Or your wife? What would you do to that person? Put your wife in cuffs. Come on, man. And throw her in a car and take her to jail for nothing because they felt like it. There were seven or eight officers there just stood there and watched. And when the young lady asked for help, the stupid-ass cop said, Hey, can you shut up? <laughs> yeah, they'll know better than that. Trust me. Uh, by the grace of God, these people got, you know, we got in touch. That's not- little one's notorious for that. Dan guy's notorious for it. They think they're beyond reproach, but they're going to learn different very soon because that's unacceptable behavior. The mother was just sitting there. She knows probably my age, in her 50s. This coward-ass cop goes and puts his hands on her and puts her in handcuffs. Coward. The charge. They made up. You know, they arrested her. They arrested her. Then came up with a charge. Sorry, bastards. <laughs> Public, wait. Uh, <laughs> uh, disorderly conduct. Uh, language. Shut the fuck up. Please. Disorderly conduct. It's impossible. The constitutional rights are, are God-given, guys and gals. They're not. The state didn't give them. The state can't take them. And they definitely can't arrest you for using them. Short of anything in the fighting words doctrine, you can't go in the move there and yell fire. Of course you're not. That's ridiculous. We all know that. That's stupid. But to protest, you have the right to. You have the right to um, um, to repeal the government. <laughs> you have the right to voice your opinion, and so um, you cannot be arrested for it. Freedom of speech is protected. It's sacred, and so there's case thousands of case laws that back that up. Yet that police officer decided to take upon himself and arrest this lady, and when she didn't say a word, by the way, in the video backs up what I'm saying. Kudos again to the daughter. She, uh, she's a warrior. She's brave enough to stand her ground and stand up for her parents. You know, the police officer hurt the, uh, the husband's ankle, and he was in the car trying to get in the car, and the cop slammed his foot in the, in the door. So he gave him another charge. They, arrest, hey, they arrested the dad, by the way, for resisting arrest. They arrested him for resisting arrest. Fucking idiots. You have a right to resist any force. You have, a right to re- you have the right to resist force, up to and including the amount of force applied. Twisting your arm, you have the right for your arm not to be twisted. Get out of here. They demand your identification, you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to not be arrested. Therefore, you can't be arrested for remaining silent. They can't even demand your ID. Shut the fuck up. That's self-incrimination. So, these are just basic. This is basic law. Okay? And that comes into the life, liberty, and litigation. And a lot of these attorneys, not building attorneys, yeah, I kind of am. They're part of it. You know? There's, well, yeah, I have to make this couple tonight. You know, this guy who's in my apartment, he's a guy, hardworking dude, goes to work every day. Had a mistake a couple years back. He gets pulled over for bullshit in, in Prosper, so I saw of you know Frisco and Little Elm, and uh, they get him for what they did. You know he's in jail, seven hundred dollar bond. Went talk to his attorney. His attorney wants ten grand to help him out, twenty five hundred up front. This guy's have any money? Ten thousand dollars for them to stretch it out when it's easily defeatable. The cop pulled him over for what reason? What was the charge? What was the crime he was charged? What was the where's wait? What was the probable cause for warrantless arrest? Because they put those cherries on and pull you over, guys and gals. That is a non-custodial arrest. That cannot happen absent exigent circumstances. You're choking somebody out. You told them to choke them out. They saw you choke them out. Um, domestic violence or something super violent. Come on. None of that, none of that was present. In a, in a, they, his, his registration was out. Shut up. Handcuff him, throw him in jail. It's assault. Kidnapping. Human trafficking. Period. And that cop has no authority whatsoever to arrest him. Cowards. And so uh, they're there to protect and serve, like I said, not arrest and punish. How dare they? You know, um, I'm just kind of tired of it. You know, we have to fight back. You know, find out, go look at what a W4 can do. When they have your driver's license and they also have your social security number, they're creating a employee-employer relationship. Look it up. So therefore, they must pay you wages, which they don't. 
So the time that case starts to the time it ends, you charge them 1400 bucks an hour. It's the Tesvant case law damage standard award. Look it up, guys. Um, yeah, economic impact makes change. You know, you're in jail for 24 hours. It's two million bucks. Do the math. That's going to make it, and that's going to get somebody's attention. The comptroller's for sure. They'll pay it. That's not the negotiation. That's what the, that's the cost for illegal incarceration. And the incarceration itself is illegal. Why? Because the Supreme Court has said it here in Texas. The Texas Constitution forbids it. It says Article One, Section Chapter Twenty. No citizen shall be no citizen of Texas shall be treated like an outlaw without the adjudication of guilt. So how are they cuffing you up, throwing you in a car, taking you somewhere without a judge saying you're guilty? Please. And so it's important that we get up and, and know these laws, guys and gals, um, because uh, if we don't get completely taken advantage of, man, this attorney's want ten thousand dollars for this guy. Come on, man, please. They leech. They're leeches. And so they. Um, they uh, they need to be held accountable as well, and then they don't do what they what you tell them to do. They're guilty of a crime themselves. They're guilty of a Sixth Amendment deprivation. The right to you have the right to um, effective co counsel, co counsel. They're not being your co counsel. They don't tell you what to do. Oh, this, I have this one uh, client told me that this this judge, her attorney straight up told her no, she wouldn't do that because she doesn't want to upset the judge. Man, come on. That's ineffective co-counsel right there and there. She could have her fired. She'd fire her and also have her take her bar license taken from her. <coughs> it's a crime. And so, it's unacceptable. I'm not going to make this one super long, but uh, I'm getting more content up, guys and gals, uh, for sure. Then, you know, it's getting stronger. We're getting more downloads. I really appreciate it, guys. Subscriptions. Um, that I super appreciate. Uh, you go to Incorporation Doctor 88 and the plus sign. That's how you can subscribe to the channel or to the um, to the podcast, guys. It's five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. You guys can do it, please, because we're getting a lot more, uh, um, a lot more uh, follows and downloads. And you know, uh, for now, I say get in while you can. Uh, things are just happening that I won't mention, but there's a lot of attention that's coming. Um, you know, I put my heart and soul into this. And I don't play civil rights. So this is what I do. I mean, I can't. I put a lot of emotion into it, but also have an idea what I'm doing. Shout out again to Richard Jenkins of, uh, of uh, Supreme Decisions on his YouTube channel. You guys need to look him up. He has <clears throat> infinite. He has a, a mass. He has great knowledge of the court system about Supreme Court, Supreme Court decisions, and they've tried to charge him with 108 uh, RICO charges, and he beat them all by himself, pro se. That's how much he knows about the law. Him and his, him and his brothers. He got him off because the the uh, the uh, charges were frivolous. It was retaliation. The cops didn't like him. A lot of these arrests are that way because they don't like how you spoke to them. I think the stats are 67% of all arrests because the cop felt disrespected, not because the law was broken. Their little egos got bruised. Please. And so uh, get to know that law. They arrest you like that. That's uh, <clears throat> trespass title 18, United States Code 1346, honest services fraud. They're in an honest service position. You expect them to be fraudulent in their, part, in their um, job. You know, it's also trespass title 18, United States Code 514. They're subjecting you to fictitious obligations like that. Judge telling him, go here, go here, come come meet me here. This is this order. <laughs> Without adjudication of guilt, the state has no power over you, please. And so um, this is what it's going to be about. You know, I have that on that subscription. Um, I have tiers on there. A standard, you know, subscription is 5 bucks a month. You know, but for $15, we have them do advanced classes where I'm going to talk real law. You know, super, you know, you know, adjudicated case laws, uh, constitutional laws, how they're applicable, you know, <laughs> and, how, um, and how they uh, can save you from losing your life, your liberty, and you won't have to litigate. Same money litigation. 
Again, guys and girls, I really appreciate what you guys have uh, you know done. Um, shout out to my TikTok fans and my YouTube people, my subs. Uh, they're they're, com- they're coming over here, and so uh, you know, shout out to my part, my business partner Robert Revelo, you know, and and uh, and I really appreciate him. A lot. He's done a lot for me, showed me a lot, taught me a lot. Um, shout out to Sean Cagle, man. He's my he's, he's my friend, and then he's my bondsman, but he's a good guy, you know. Shout out to my James Smith, my buddy. Big shout out to uh, you know Chief Carlos Running Wolf, you know. He's the chief of the Apache tribe. He's he's an amazing man, and him and I are linking up. Um, shout out to my friend Kevin in Waco. He's got a you know he's got it going. He's out there. He's fighting a good fight. You know, trying to help people and save people, and you know, center for people's uh, constitutional rights in his own. You know, um, and so I was with my people in Waco as well. You know, Tim and Merle and Pat. Shout out to those guys. They were helpful as well to Brett. And so uh, let us know that we're in the fight, guys. And I'm not going to quit. Um, and I'm going to learn more and more and, and help because what they're doing is, is rob their, they are fleecing citizens, lower, lower economic backgrounds for sure. And so, uh, that's who I'm fighting for and with. All right, guys, we'll get back here soon. Uh, thanks again. Talk to you soon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to my podcast. It's called Incorporation Doctrine 88. We like to discuss civil rights, social justice, and a little bit of football. Uh, please join us. Thank you so much.